and gals. Welcome back to another episode of The Spooktacular Now. I'm Kenzie, here with my two lovely and amazing co-hosts, Nikki and Denise. We are back once again with another Creature Feature. If you missed our second episode, or the first ever Creature Feature, this is a recurring topic where we discuss a particular cryptid, who or what they are, what they look like, where they've been sighted, and what effect they've had on their local regions. This week, we are taking a look at another well-known internet favorite, but unlike our previous cryptid, Siren Head, this one is a real-life cryptid from West Virginia folklore. Look out for those giant wings and glowing eyes. We're talking about Mothman. All right. Woohoo! <laughs> Before we get to our cryptid of the week, I quickly wanted to give a shout-out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for your continued support of the show. You guys are the reason we love making it. If you'd like to support us even more, give us a follow on Instagram at the Spooktacular Now, and please reach out to us by sending a message to spooktacularnowpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us who you are and where you're listening from, and send ideas for future episodes. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to rate our podcast. If you leave an awesome or funny five-star review, we will feature it in an upcoming episode. Now, on with the show. It's a particularly special episode this week as well, because for the first time ever, we have a guest host. She is also a fellow lover of all things spooky and weird, and hails from a little ways down south, not too far from Mothman's stomping grounds, or is it flying grounds? Please give a warm welcome to the amazing and wonderful Danny! Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> also my first time podcasting as well. Yay! Yay! You're already a star. <laughs> Tell us, Danny, how are you feeling being on podcast for the first time? A little nervous. Um, I hope I'm not like, you know, itching or making too many noises in the background. <laughs> Sometimes when I like get like zone out or like when I'm like really listening, yeah. I like like breathe really heavily. <laughs> <laughs> so like did just she, did she does. don't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not trying to like look Kenzie I'm like I have an itch in my face. So, okay, I'm sorry if it's a little scratchy this episode because I am not used to, uh, you know, talking to the world. So, (laughs) you're going to do fine. Yes, we're very excited. And you might notice that Danny and I sound a great deal alike because we are sisters. And I've been told many times that people cannot tell us apart on the phone. Just remember, if you do hear us, I'm the funny one. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) She's also delusional. (laughs) Oh, can I just make one little special announcement before we get into our Mothman thing? Yeah. Um, I am a frequent listener of this episode, and I want to let your listeners know of how Nicole got through her exorcist years. Um, She would hold my hand when we (laughs) would sleep with children. (laughs) And even would push our beds together. Oh, (laughs) And also for the people out there, so hopefully one day you'll cover this topic of Salem's Lot. Um, I am the youngest of the family, and uh, my lovely Nicole would put me next to the window just in case the <laughs> vampire from Salem's Lot would come in and try to kill us. <laughs> because she's like, it's okay, he can eat you first, <laughs> and I can escape. So, You're a human shield. I just don't let him in. Yes, I was always a human shield. So um, I just want to let your listeners know that... 
you want to thank me just a little bit for helping her through those years <laughs> and also did not get eaten by a vampire. So, yes. Okay. Back to you, Ken's. Also, there's a good chance that um, uh, Nikki will call me Danny or call Danny Kenzie because nobody can seem to keep our names straight whenever we're in the same room. <laughs> it's because I love you both so yeah. much. Aww. Your names are interchangeable. <laughs> they sound just alike. <laughs> All righty. So, a quick review. What is a cryptid? A cryptid is defined as an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. So think Sasquatch, a Loch Ness Monster, or the Chupacabra. Danny, are you familiar with cryptids? And if so, what are some of your favorites? Um, I think maybe like a swamp monster. Something that lurks in the swamp, okay. a swamp thing. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be a good one. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know like a lot of crocodilians down there can get mistaken because they're very large. Um, and then also alligators um, can use their tail to jump out of the water. So that may also have gone into the swamp thing legends, possibly. Of, oh. You know, yeah. Wow. I didn't know they could do that. They can. But they're very, they're very actually timid animals but i mean they can launch because they, they've got so much muscle and power in the back of their tail yeah that if you you know watch episodes of whatever like anything along the banks they may use that force and push through so, so <gasps> and well, danny knows because she worked on kiowa island and you were like kind of like a alligator yeah whisperer <laughs> <laughs> you would have to retrieve alligators or well, she you said you were like stuff. a naturalist. Right? I was a naturalist, yeah. yeah. So I would do um, alligator walks. And uh, one of a scary moment in my life was we would do this alligator walk with a nest that was active. And uh, we had to walk near it. And I'm just like, mm, okay. So I would do it. I'm like, everyone was... Let's walk quickly. Let's, if we hear anything rustling, we're going to walk a little faster. Walk a little faster. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I actually, crocodiles, alligators, uh, crocodilian are my favorite animal in the entire world. Ooh. So, and people who lived on the island, wouldn't they call the nature center when they would get alligators in their backyards? And yes. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, we are, they were a huge golf course and unless they were being a nuisance, they, the town biologists wouldn't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and also like not so much like crocodilian things, but when the sea turtles would hatch out, they would bring the sea turtles into us like, Oh look, you know, here, like, no, put them back in the ocean, you know, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's fun. So I was doing my part of animal conservation. So education with animals is the best way yeah. to start in the world. So well, this was our science segment. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A little bit off topic. Okay. So no, I love it. If there was like a movie about a, alligator or crocodile monster you would be like that scientist that's like trying to like be like no don't harm it we need to learn from it protect it you know how to actually be hmm. i would be betty white and lake classic yeah, i was just thinking of that fed him didn't she oh. feed him <laughs> i would be the betty white of oh, lake classic i haven't so, seen that movie in so I mean, technically long you don't make them a, a nuisance alligator but she's like it's cool they're <laughs> Gonna eat you, but here have some meat. You know, <laughs> I would be the Betty White. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have we all heard of the Mothman before? Definitely, I've heard of it, but I don't know that much about it. Okay. Uh, back in the day, uh, a little bit of Mothman with like the prophecy. Mothman prophecy came out uh, what twenty years ago, two thousand two. Yeah, I it's think? been twenty years. The movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. and uh, kind of did a, a wee crash course 
um, coming up here just to kind of review. But, you know, it kind of, you know, pops up once in a while um, here and there. So, especially since being right after Halloween. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's get into the thick of it. Who or what is Mothman? Mothman is described as a large humanoid creature covered in dark feathers with two large glowing red eyes. Another notable feature is his large wings and is reported to have a 9 to 10 foot wingspan. Some artistic depictions show him as having two antenna and a more insect-like head, while others show him with no antenna and more rounded and like squat dome-looking thing jutting from his shoulders. He stands roughly 7 feet tall, so he's a big fella. If you saw something that size flying around, it'd be understandable to be scared or to assume it was some kind of monster. The first reported sighting of Mothman occurred on the night of November 15th, 1966 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So we just surpassed the 56th anniversary of his debut. Wow. Point Pleasant is a small town located just on the other side of the Ohio-West Virginia border at the point where the Ohio and Kanawha Rivers meet, about four hours from where we are in Northwest Ohio. So, you know, it's just a short drive away. Or if you're like me and you're too afraid to drive on the expressway, it'd be more like five and a half hours. (laughs) But, you know, us Midwesterners, we're like, oh, a nine-hour drive, that's nothing. We can do that in a day. Yes. And that's what we do. Yeah. (laughs) We're built different. We are. And you would get to see some very lovely country. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like the scenic route, actually. I actually, I do too. Yeah. And you have the time. Well, Southern Ohio is nice, but here we're below the sea level because it's so flat. Yeah. (laughs) So on the night of the 15th, two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, were driving on a road near a part of town called the TNT area as it was near an old munitions factory that was active during World War II. As they were driving, they noticed something large and two glowing red lights coming towards them, stopping in front of their vehicle. At first, they suspected the red lights were actually car headlights, but as it got closer, they could make out its human-like shape and large wings. It was reported that the creature flew alongside the car for some time as they tried to speed away, absolutely terrified, and eventually it flew off into the sky as they neared closer to town. The next day, on November 16th, the Point Pleasant Register ran a report of the incident with the headline, Couples see man-sized bird, dot, 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 creature, dot, 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 something. And I really like this headline because it sounds like how I sound when I try to explain something, but I can't remember how to like do words right. You know, like, get that, that thing over there. Yeah, that, yeah. And you, you also say dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Emphasize <laughs> that. <laughs> Within the following days, the story had reached national news, and several others came forward with reports of similar sightings. Two Point Pleasant volunteer firemen stated that they had seen a large bird with red eyes. One source claimed that there was an even earlier sighting, just days prior to the Scarberries and Mallets, stating that five gravediggers who were working near the town had seen a man-like creature with bird wings come down from the trees and fly over their heads. A woman named Marcella Bennett claimed that one night, after visiting her friend's home in Point Pleasant, she was walking to her car when she saw a gray humanoid figure with huge wings and red eyes. She threw herself over her infant daughter, whom she had been carrying, to protect her, then ran back into her friend's home. The friends also claimed they saw the creature, as it had followed Marcella onto the porch. Of course, it had disappeared by the time police arrived. On December 15, 1967, 
The Silver Bridge, which connected Point Pleasant to Ohio, collapsed due to a small defect and poor maintenance. 46 people were killed, and two of the bodies were never recovered. Oh, Some claim that they saw a large, dark figure near or on the bridge sometime before the incident. One author, John Keel, who I'll talk more about later, linked the collapse to sightings of Mothman. Some say the creature caused it. Others say his presence was meant as a warning of the bridge's imminent doom. It's worth noting that reports of Mothman sightings stopped after the Silver Bridge incident. Hmm. Yeah, so tell me more about the name Mothman. Was that just given to him based on how he looked? Uh, partially, at the time of the first sightings, a popular run of the Batman comics had him fighting a villain called Killer Moth. Ah. Uh. So it's possible that this name for the, for the villain had an influence on what the locals would come to refer to the creature as. Interesting. So. Yeah. So there's no evidence that he or this creature was evil or that he did anything evil. He was just associated with this collapse of the bridge. Yeah. So we could be vilifying this poor Mothman. That's true. And, and it's not ne- you know, necessary. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like he ever caused harm. Mm-hmm. He never like attacked anybody or took them away. Like nobody was reporting that. Um, it kind of just seemed like he was just curious. And was trying to get up close to people, but... Maybe he was a visitor from another planet. Possibly. Possibly. And he was just like, I'm just trying to make friends. (laughs) (laughs) People keep screaming and running away from me. I'm trying to warn you about these bridges that are going to fall down. Right. (laughs) Poor Mothman. But yet curious that they never saw him again after the bridge collapsed. Yeah. So, Mm. I wonder what what that's all about. I don't know. In my research, I can't upon this documentary i say that very loosely Um, (laughs) but did you in your research do anything about like the shawnee indian connection to it oh no so uh there was a story that's how the the documentary and i'm sorry you guys are big fans out there in the listening world um but that the shawnee tribe near the same kind of area was living and the settlers were coming in it was kind of a peaceful exchange and uh, the chief of the Shawnee, uh, you know, were very kind of leery of the settlers coming in. And uh, one year, like a few years had gone by, everything was pretty peaceful. And he went back to kind of do like another just like, hey, how are you checking in kind of situation with his son. And upon their arrival, the chief and his son was murdered oh. and cursed that area. And for like the like the next like two hundred years, so that was just like a story they told that um, this chief was gonna you know destruction and death and all stuff will come upon you in this area because of you know your negligence and because of your you know your killing of part of people of my tribe. So uh, they said that, that was supposed to be some kind of like folklore of where like the bad blood first began in the um, that area. Um, and I think like around the same time that the curse is supposed to be like lifting is when the Mothman started to show up. Oh, that's very well, interesting. interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. um, and so when I was first, you know, listening to the Mothman stuff, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe this is going to be more like Indian folklore. But then listening to some people's accounts, it kind of turned more like creature-like with the, the red glowing eyes more of a bird mm. and then as stories would go on I, I heard this one guy talking about 
how he saw this flash of light and then his dog went missing. I'm like, oh, could it be aliens? So it's just kind of like a whole... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it kind of covers all the bases yeah. as far as like theories and conspiracies go. It's, exactly. it's very so weird. Any kind of person has whatever their little, you know, spook niches kind of thing. Like, yeah. ooh, I like this. Maybe the Mothman can encompass that. Be like, oh, well, he did this. So he yeah. could be alien. He could be a monster. Yeah. He could be Indian. We don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. So with the close-knit community that existed within Point Pleasant, many of the townsfolk and even local law enforcement were quick to believe in the stories and reports given by those who had come forward. Although it was never certain what exactly the creature was, Sheriff Deputy Millard Housted believed the Scarberries and Mallard's stories. The four witnesses had been interviewed separately and all had given very similar accounts of what happened and all had described the same exact creature. Those of the more skeptical nature, however, offered up theories as to what the supposed Mothman could be. One popular theory is that the creature was actually a sandhill crane that had gone off its migratory path. Though not usually as tall as 7 feet, they do have very broad wingspans that can reach nearly 8 feet in length. If this bird had been spotted, it's possible that witnesses may not have been familiar with the creature as it is not native to the area. But do their eyes typically glow red? Some offered up the idea that if you were to shine a light like in an animal's eyes, they might mm-hmm. reflect back red. Mm-hmm. So maybe if... If what they had seen was the bird and it was in front, directly in front of them and the light from their car headlights was reflecting, that could have been the cause for the red light. But they were all very adamant that it was an unusually large humanoid-like thing following them. Yeah. And, and you'd think the woman that it approached, she'd be able to recognize it if it was this giant bird. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she described it as like a man-like mm-hmm. creature. Another similar, though more extreme theory, is that Mothman is a mutated sandhill crane. It was discovered in the 80s that toxic waste stored in the bunkers near the munitions factory had been leaking into the soil. Could this waste have drastically mutated a normal bird into the horrifying creature seen by the townsfolk? I'm not so sure if, from like a scientific view, if that's how mutation by radiation works. (laughs) But then again, I'm a nuclear scientist, so I, I don't know. So, uh, like a Chud. Do you ever see that movie, Chud? Do you remember that movie oh, from the yes. 80s? So, Chud stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Human- Underground Dwellers. <laughs> and it, it were these creatures that um, had been exposed to toxic waste and they turned into like these, they were humans. Yeah. But then they became these underground living cannibals. Oh. Yeah. It, so, it like, it's really ridiculous. That reminds me of like the monsters from. Uh, the descent. Oh right, that they was were humans scary and they movie. were they were like miners and they were trapped yeah. in there and then they <gasps> right oh that devolved was into movie. these like feral things that crawled around the caves and yeah. they eat the humans. Did you ever see the descent? I don't think you so. You know what? That sounds familiar. Who was in that? Wasn't there um, an actor? Not many that... well known people. Nope. I would say it's nope. an older film. Gonna there's there's even a sequel, list. which is pretty good. Yeah, if you struggle from like claustrophobia, Ooh, it's oh, bad. No, no. they're in a cave and they're often they're crawling through yeah. tiny. No, I couldn't take yeah, that. It's bad. And they it's, get it, trapped. Yeah, but it was scary. It was really scary. very scary. But if they're talking about toxic waste, could if we're playing sympathy for the um, Mothman, isn't then he could be like the toxic Avenger? Oh right, there you go. <laughs> or if there's toxic waste in the water, what if the 
townsfolks were drinking it and having hallucinations. Oh, hallucinating. yeah, they were yeah. imagining yeah. the Mothman. Exactly. So mm-hmm. and, and sometimes if you plant a seed, it can take off. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you talk a little bit about that, and then next thing you know, the stories get bigger and bolder. And Are these yeah. any of these witnesses still alive? Yes. Um, and they still stand by their story? Yeah, uh, wow. the Marcella. I believe she's still alive. Are they still drinking the toxic water? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they, it's since become a like wildlife preserve area, so mm-hmm. they've made efforts to clean it up and properly dispose of the waste that was left behind. So hopefully, you know, if, if they were having like some type of hallucinogenic reaction by now, you know, that's all been cleared up. But yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. It's interesting. Others claim that Mothman is an alien. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. where there's a mystery or conspiracy, aliens have got to be one of the plausible explanations. Due to the Silver Bridge incident, some people believe that the Mothman served as an omen for things to come, or that he somehow had something to do with the bridge's collapse. I find it odd that he has not been reported to have been seen since the incident in 1967, but if he was sent as some kind of warning, why just that incident alone and not others that may have happened later in the region? Did something happen to him? The questions are endless. Also, would that support the idea that like he's an alien? Because now that theory is looking a little bit better. Maybe he came to Earth for a short time, did what he needed to do, and then he just went back to his home planet. Maybe he was marooned. Maybe he got left behind. Oh. Like oh. E.T. Or maybe he was living under the bridge. Right, and he lost his home. Hmm. The bridge. Oh, the bridge collapsed. Oh. The bridge collapsed on yeah. him. Oh. But he has well, wings; he could fly away. What if he was asleep? What if he was hanging upside down under the bridge, asleep <laughs> like a bat? <laughs> but moths don't sleep upside down. Well, he is <laughs> now to be a vampire. Is he more moth? Is he more bat? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Is he an alien moth bat? <laughs> I'm leaning more towards that. Moth Batman. Moth Batman. <laughs> moth Batman. Despite initially being scared of the creature, the people of Point Pleasant have come to embrace the legend of the Mothman and have made him a central part of their commerce and tourism. Every year, the town hosts the Mothman Festival. I want to go. Me too. We're going. Oh, road trip. (laughs) The first of which was held in 2002. Centralized on Main Street, this festival attracts thousands of people every year and is held the third weekend of September. General admission is free, and the festival boasts live music, guest speakers, a bus tour of the TNT area, street vendors, and even someone dressed in a Mothman costume alongside the men in black ready to take photos with festival goers. Sweet. <laughs> Wait, so the men in black are there? So they're kind of pushing the aliens, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, good connection. Government conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. There's even the world's only Mothman Museum and Research Center dedicated to showcasing art and artifacts related to the various sightings and working to unfold the mystery surrounding the cryptid. Within their collection of news articles, Video footage, memorabilia, and archives are the original handwritten reports given by the four witnesses in 1966. They have also installed a moth cam that (laughs) views the statue out front and live streams to their website. Maybe you'll catch a glimpse of the winged terror admiring his life-size tribute, or maybe you'll just see tourists getting weird with the statue. 
So it's like, as far as artifacts and memorabilia go, some would like donate a shirt that has holes in it. (laughs) Yeah, ate through my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do they advise you to like put up like mothballs? Yeah, (laughs) throw them away. Government issue. (laughs) (laughs) Mothballs. Just to kind of protect you. Put these in the perimeter around your home. Yeah. And of course, what visit to the town wouldn't be complete without a stop at said Mothman statue? Located right out front of the museum, this town icon was designed and sculpted by regional artist Bob Roach, a retired welder. It stands 13 feet tall and is made of polished steel and was unveiled to the town in 2003. Onlookers may note his very buff physique and giant red eyes. Sadly, Bob passed away in 2015, but his beloved artwork still attracts many to the town every year. Mm. Despite no subsequent sightings after 1967, the love for the Mothman mystery persists to this day, and he has become a central figure in North American cryptid culture and lore. In 1975, ufologist and author John Keel published the book The Mothman Prophecies. It was in this book that the theories about the Mothman's presence around the Silver Bridge incident were presented. Keel also detailed his own investigations into the Mothman sightings along with his UFO theories. Though the book helped renewed interest in the Mothman legend, some criticized the book's accuracy. A journalist who had connections to an associate of Keel's wrote that what Keel said during his initial investigations and then later in his book did not match up. It was this book that served as the inspiration for the 2000 film of the same name, starring Richard Gere. Gear. Starring Richard Gere. Wow. In the film, Gere plays the part of John Klein who is a reporter researching the Mothman mystery. The film received mildly positive reviews, with some critics noting that the depiction of the Mothman was more on the demonic side rather than the typical monster or science fiction fare. Chapstick. I've never seen this. What's in your hand? What's my hand? Chapstick. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta watch, we need to watch this now. And And this is a Richard Gere one. This yeah, is a, this is the Richard Gear. I yeah. think I saw it a long time ago. Because somehow the Mothman like uses his wing and calls Richard Gear on the phone and is like, <laughs> I know what you're thinking, you know, <laughs> and stuff. And Richard's like, Oh, what day is it? And he's like, Oh, it's October thirteenth. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, What is it's my hand? And and he opens it up and it's like the cherry flavored chapstick and a chopstick. And he's like, Oh my god. I unintentionally hilarious. Exactly. It's just like, oh, that was some solid, like, acting there, Richard Gere, like, like, ooh. Chapstick scares me. Yeah, so speaking of Mothman in pop culture, a couple of years ago, I was on Instagram, like, looking at vintage things, because I love vintage things, and I discovered the page of this absolutely adorable, amazing woman named Paige Lavoie, and she has this cool kind of spooky vintage vibe. Mm-hmm. And she's actually a writer uh, based in Florida. She has a couple of books coming out. Um, one next month is called I'm in Love with Mothman. Oh. And it is going to be the first book in a series of books called Mothman in Love. Oh, oh my gosh. What? Yes. So oh. cool. I, she's I guess very he's, talented. Yeah, I guess he's like a shapeshifter or something. Oh, for heaven's sake. And like the main character is like a social media influencer. She, 
I don't know, somehow gets wrapped up in the Mothman mystery. I, I love it. I want this book so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to have like a little book club. Yes, this is a club. <laughs> Another segment. Yeah. She also has a book coming out next year called A Girl Called Monster. Uh, so it's kind of like has a whole Frankenstein kind of vibe to it. Oh. So that's also uh, written by Paige. And go check out her Instagram, Mrs. Paige Lavoie. Yeah, Last name posts- is L-A-V-O-I-E. She's just a total doll, and I just really love the stuff that she posts. And if you're into vintage, you know, decor, um, fashion, fashion, yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah. Is she based in, where is she based in? Is it New Orleans? She's based in Florida. Ah. But I read she's from Michigan. Oh, yeah. nice. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Uh, there's a popular Mothman song, which is a parody of YMCA. I'll play a little bit of it uh, on here for you guys because it's pretty great. And also the animation is really cute. Isn't that great? That is awesome. (laughs) I I think my question is why? (laughs) Why not? He's got a pretty avid following, it looks like. He does. (laughs) But now he's vilifying. The Mothman about snatching people, which oh, was never recorded. Yeah. So true. he's anti-Mothman. <gasps> yeah, it seems like that happens with most cryptids. They're all seen as these terrifying, you know, creatures with bloodlust, and they want to steal your kids and murder your flock. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really? hate that. Why? <laughs> Why do we, you know, make them all out to be so... Because we're Very afraid creepy. of the things we don't understand. That's, yes. That's wow. so true. So true. Deep. Are there any like cuddly, cute, giant teddy bear-like cryptids? And uh, if you see them, it brings good luck for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to do like a, a happy, cute, happy cryptid. <laughs> we put crypt, you know what I mean? Like uh, cryptid kind of yeah. gives that more like. Well, it's like it's cryptic. You're not really sure. It's like a mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would hug Bigfoot. Yeah. He's not. He's not really. You know. He seems chill. Yeah. He's just living his life. He's like, I'm living in the woods, man. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. Well, I don't believe in you either. Exactly. <laughs> you don't exist. I don't see you. Well, I know of a nice crypt. A leprechaun. Oh, wouldn't a uh, leprechaun be a nice? Are they? I thought they were also had some evil background. <gasps> Didn't oh. you see the movie in like 1984? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that was yeah. a scary troll like leprechaun. <laughs> yes. And he wants to steal your gold, right? No, we want to steal his it's gold. I don't. And know. then he wants to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Actually, I'm sorry. Well, no, I was thinking of like Lucky Charms. That, oh, that, right. that leprechaun. No, after me, Lucky Charms. You taking it? Yeah, you stealing it? Uh, maybe unicorns, aren't they? Oh, I guess they would be yeah. cryptids. Yeah. And fairies? No, because oh, fairies can well, be evil. A cryptid is anything that is 
thought to or reported to have been seen, but like never proven to actually exist. Wasn't so that, I guess they would fall under that. That book of fairies, like that British book? Oh, the pressed fairies in it. Yes. That is a neat book. Yeah, so that that they say they caught the fairies in the the gardens of the British countryside and you know, this is totally off topic, but it just reminded me that when I was younger, you know, much younger, probably well into my teens, when I would imagine the English countryside and like the woods of England, I always imagined that they were like these magical mystic places <laughs> that had like probably fairies living in them. Mm-hmm. It just always gave me those feels when I would think about the woods of England based on, you know, all the things we'd we you know, watch or garden up. a lot. Yeah, yeah. That and different fairy tales and stories about knights and King Arthur and all that. I always thought the woods in England were like magical. They, I think they are. Yeah. <laughs> it is a magical I place. I want to buy a cottage in England. Yes. Yes. In the woods. In the woods, but not on the moors. You have to have fairy doors. Fairy doors on the moors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Where, how did we get there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She mentioned England <laughs> and the woods. I don't know. How did we get there? Fairies. Well, fairies, because fairies. Oh, yeah, fairies. Yeah, the right. fairy book back sure. in the day. Yeah. Sure. It's all related. <laughs> Back to Mothman. <laughs> Mothman, wings, fairies, fly. There you go. Oh, there I go. see the connection. All right. Mothman also makes an appearance as an enemy creature in the online multiplayer Fallout 76, which is set in Appalachia. In early 2018, Ryan Bergara and Shane Madey, formerly of BuzzFeed Unsolved, I love them. Me too. (laughs) Took a trip to Point Pleasant for their own investigation into the Mothman sightings. Given the popularity of the show, Mothman Mothman became even more of an internet sensation. So, with all that said, what are our thoughts on Mothman? Scary or adorable? Hmm. I would have to say somewhere in the middle there. Doesn't scare me too much. And I wouldn't say adorable. I don't know. I think he's kind of cute. Is it the red glowing eyes that gets you? No. <laughs> no that, I mean, the dome-shaped head. No, dome-shaped head. It's seven. the large talons for me. <laughs> the giant wingspan. Yeah, I was going to say, it's so seven feet cute. tall. No, yeah. nothing is, ador- is adorable about that. I think that. if I, yeah, ever confronted by something like a Mothman, I, yeah, it'd be pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe at first. Yeah. Never seen something like that. But maybe, you know, he'd just be like, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah. Have some water, you know. Like, <laughs> some water. Some snacks. You have a candle that I can flit around? <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of floating towards their headlights. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> it's like a moth to the flame, right? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Uh, what do we think Mothman is? Alien? Unknown species? Mutated creature? I'm going to go with alien because he hasn't been seen again. Yeah. So it's like he was here for a short visit and then he left. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that. Alien. I don't know. I might go with creature. Mm. That just, he could have perished under the bridge collapsing or just said, I'm out and moved to Europe, you know? Because he's like, <laughs> the woods of England. The woods of England. <laughs> he was searching for his true love and fairies in the woods of England. 
it. <laughs> so the magical. The magical. I'm sorry, the magical. So yeah, he probably, you know, maybe he left. He was just like, not getting a whole lot here. They're they're really yeah. scared of me, so let me try a new town. They don't pass the vibe check. Or people that look like ligers, you know, maybe that kind of a, a mixed hybrid animal. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have talked about them previously. Because there's ligers that live actually near Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Wild Ooh. ligers? Or no. They're, they're, they're wild. They're, <laughs> <laughs> oh my Why are they so pretty? <laughs> that reminds me of that story of that guy in southern Ohio that he let all of his big cats go. Do you remember that story? Did he just open the oh, bar yeah. and say, you'll be free? He had an exotic 50, animal. Like bar. 50 oh. big cats he let go, and then he unfortunately ended his life. But wow, he was that's a crazy story. So yeah. They could have come from there. You never know. Oh, true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was like what? wild like. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Had a lot of turkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How, would you guys ever partake in a nighttime investigation of the woods in search of Mothman? Totally. I would. Totally. I would. Because I would, you know. He hasn't, I, he hasn't killed anybody. He, right? yeah. he does not have, you know, even though the gentleman said that he was abducting people, that's never been proven that anyone went missing. <laughs> well, yeah. the animation in that video, he's pretty stinking cute. He was like a cartoon Mothman yeah. in that song. Yeah, he played adorable. For us. Yeah, yeah adorable. He, was, he was cute. He's sticker worthy. That is totally sticker worthy. <laughs> yeah. And his arms are moving so great. He could spell so great with his wings. <laughs> I was very impressed by that. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this has been another edition of Creature Feature. Tell us, are you guys true Mothman believers? Do you think it's all just a made-up local legend? Reach out to us, let us know what you think. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Yay! Yay!